The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Pilate said to Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own, or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest handed me over to you. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king. Jesus answered, You say, I am a king. For this is why I was born. And for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I'd like to ask St. Peter a question. Why did Jesus ask him three times, do you love me? What, he didn't get it right the first time? I mean, what exactly was Jesus looking for in the answer? Because I'd like to know in case Jesus comes and asks me, Peter, son of Alfred, do you love me? Well, I have some good news. I don't have to wait till I die to get the answer because Peter gave us the answer in one of his letters. And he said there, may your love be fervent. May your love be fervent. Well, fervent's nice, right? But what exactly does fervent mean when Peter used it in his first letter in the first century? And I looked it up, and it means this. It means to lean into the tape, to stretch into the tape at the end of the race. So it's something that you do at the end of the race, not at the beginning of the race. Because at the beginning of the race, everybody's fresh. Everybody wants to win. Everybody has energy. Everybody is all rested, ready to go. No, it's not till the end of the race when everybody's tired and they're fatigued and they have nothing left in the tank. That's when you lean into the tape. Do you love what you're doing despite the fact that there might be problems and tiredness and fatigue? When I first went into the seminary, I thought to myself, okay, so here I am, when do I say Mass? Of course, that doesn't work like that. You you have to study, you have to take classes. So I took a class in English literature, and we had to read Edmund Spencer's The Fairy Queen, which was published in 1590. Well, I I had a little trouble understanding the, the book because it was published in 1590. So I had to look up the vocabulary, I had to consult commentaries, I had to find out what the, interior, what the uh, author's intent was, and, uh, well, I, I passed, which was good news. Barely. My classmates, they didn't even study, and they got perfect grades. 
So along the way, during the seminary time, some of these guys, they left and moved on. And so I said to God, I says, don't let them go. I said, they're, they're smarter than I am. They, they, they're holier than I am. They know dogma better than I am. Don't let them go. You'll end up stuck with me. Yeah, I was in a seminary for 10 years, and I worked hard. I had to study hard. But in the end, I was leaning into the tape. I loved it. I loved the summer. I loved the life. I still love the life. And that's what, that's what fervent means. To have to love, your love be fervent means despite the hardships, despite the difficulties or the longevity, you still love what you do. Now, Jesus had a parable of the seed that fell on the rock, and the seed sprouted right up, and it was growing in all of us, and then they, the, the, the sun scorched it, and it withered and died. And Jesus used that parable to warn disciples, like us. Because that's exactly what disciples do. First thing, they're out of the gate. They're all excited. They leave, the, they, they leave their fishing. They leave their business. They leave the tax collector table with Matthew. And then they go out, and they're, they're, they're curing the sick, and they're preaching, and they're casting out demons. But also along the way, there are hardships. There's the cross, the sacrifices, there's difficulties, there's opposition. People don't like them. Their, their lives are threatened. It gets really hard. And that's why Peter needed to tell us that, that, that to have your, be fervent in your love, which means despite all of that, despite the difficulties, still love the Lord, still love your Christian life. Now in the Gospel today, Jesus admits to Pilate that he's a king. You find that odd? Yeah, I find it odd because Jesus never did that before. When, when he was in the desert with Satan, Satan wanted to make him a king, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he, refused, he refused. And then the people wanted to take him away to be king because of the signs he was showing, and he disappeared in a mountain. And then Peter says, you are the Messiah, which means you're a king. And Peter said, don't tell, and Jesus said to him, don't tell anybody. It was only till the end of his ministry, the end of his life, when he was finished at the finish line, that he admits that he's king. Why is that? Because this is when Jesus is leaning into the tape. That despite the difficulty, despite the hardship, despite the opposition and the denials and the betrayals and the physical suffering of the cross, he still loves to the end. That's kingly love. So in this feast day of Christ the King, we have that image of Christ. That's what a king is. A king has fervent love. And that's the kind of love we should also have.